The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Club Marcella has been shut down. Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia ordered Club Marcella to be shut down Sunday afternoon, hours after the fourth shooting this year in or around the nightclub on Michigan Avenue. Early Sunday morning, a 30-year-old man shot inside the men's bathroom at the club. It's the latest in a string of incidents this year. In January, a security guard was shot in the parking lot. In February, a 21-year-old was killed, two others injured in a shooting inside the club, and in October, two people injured in a targeted shooting across the street from the club. Fillmore District Council member Mitch Nowakowski said he's, quote, beyond disappointed and alarmed by the latest shooting. He supports the police commissioner's decision for an immediate closure, which is what happened just yesterday. Nowakowski now set to join us at 7 o'clock this morning to discuss what's next. Israel is expanding its ground offensive in southern Gaza after the end of a temporary ceasefire. It's ordering more evacuations in the crowded south to coincide with increased airstrikes. Hamas reports hundreds of people have been killed since fighting resumed Friday and says any future hostage swaps must be tied to a permanent ceasefire. Zippy Haltevi is Israel's ambassador to the UK. There is no other way to, to carry on in life in the Middle East without Hamas being defeated. When we don't put military pressure on Hamas, we get nothing. When we put military pressure on Hamas, Hamas starts to feel the pressure, and then the negotiation started. At least 137 hostages remain in Gaza. Israeli officials say they are helping civilians get to safety. Well, the Seneca Nation in New York State have reached an agreement on a short-term extension of their gaming compact. The current compact set to expire on December 9th. The new extension runs through March 31st of next year and will automatically renew unless one of the parties decides not to do so. The nation and states said they're continuing negotiations on a new longer-term deal. Across the country, many communities are trying to sort out a shortage of plow drivers before big snowfalls hit. What about here in western New York? WBEN's Tom Puckett is checking that out. In the city of Buffalo, Public Works Commissioner Nate Martin says there are 67 plow drivers, and while that's a good number right now, it's always subject to change. But we're always going to evaluate it. So, you know, I've been on the in the position now a little over a year. This will be the second winter going into, I think, evaluating how we respond, um, and what that level of response is. That changes over time. What In Amherst, Highway Superintendent Patrick Lucy says his numbers are good, but he could also use a little help. That being said, I do have some of my employees, my drivers, who are off on long-term injuries. Um, and what it means, it just brought down our reserves a little bit. In West Seneca, Brian Adams says his numbers are good. We have a very, very good crew, um, our highway department staff adequately um, the way that our department is also set up um, i oversee two other departments so we are able to kind of plug and play and use those um, other employees as backups as needed for emergency situations susan surday with the dot says there's no shortage in western new york the past few years uh, we had to make concerted recruitment efforts to get our staffing numbers up for our plow drivers and those have proved to be successful because we are not facing a shortage of drivers this year. We are fully staffed 
in uh, all four counties. Hear the full conversations online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you for that and something to kind of watch out for, but some good news over here. Well, when planning a vacation on a cruise ship, make sure you book a specific cabin to avoid what happened to a bunch of people just over the past couple of weeks. They got bumped from their cruise. Travel experts sounding the alarm after a dream trip in the South Pacific turned into a nightmare for some. Andrea Fujii with more. Jai and Caitlin Rayner were two of the passengers left behind after paying nearly $2,000 for the trip. It wasn't until we arrived at port on the day, which was what made it so, so such of a gut punch. They were in Brisbane, Australia, and say just before the quantum of the seas was about to set sail, passengers showing up at the terminal were told they didn't have a cabin. It's yeah. devastating. Like, you know, you... Like the feeling as well that we got home and we have to unpack all of our bags is like, it's so sad. Royal Caribbean says the demand for the recent November 28th cruise went beyond the rooms that were available. Now, this is my favorite part. The uh, cruise line says that each impacted guest was given the option of another sale date or a refund and a future credit. You know, it's a Oh, yeah, I'll just take another week off of work, uh, book my flights that I, uh, these people were at the boarding area when they were given a slip saying, "Um, oh, sorry, you can't take this cruise that you booked. I saw one, they were offered like a 25% bonus credit, and that was... (laughs) Still, it's going to crush you not to be taking that vacation. Yeah, I mean, you you think of all that you took. You you take the time off of work. You balance the schedule. You take your flights down. You book everything. Yeah, you're now. Now, what do you do? I mean, you're. Oh man, Uh, but hey, just uh, something to watch out for, and uh, a lot of people in the travel industry taking note last week. I have to say though, when booking a cruise, when I've ever been on a cruise before i feel like i've always known the cabin before i even got to the airport i think it depends on where you book who you book through like some you go to you know a travel agency you'll have your cabin number they show you where on the ship sometimes you book online and it's just well i'm on the cruise you don't really know until uh, you get there and you might not even think about it it's just it's like a plane right you book a plane, yeah. you don't know your seat. I Except, mean, how, how often do you know your seat see, until I'd you get on the flight? To, I would have to know for a cruise because <laughs> I would have to have a window. Oh, you have to have a window? I would have to. I could not be in a room without one, I see, don't I, think. I kind of like the rooms without one. Really? Okay. I, I get a little seasick, so, you know, anything I, that's, that's why I feel like I want pitch the black. <laughs> that's what I want. Mm, okay. Well, anyway, speaking of uh, traveling, how about how about getting some cheap flights there is a catch though with this one how about 25 dollars flights the catch you have to be an amazon prime member and be a student 3,000 lucky students will get this deal this tuesday wednesday and thursday at 6 a.m 1,000 low price tickets will drop so you got to get up early to get the deal oh matt piper reporting they must know that College students don't like to be up early. Yeah, yeah. They'll, uh, three people will be uh, taking them up on that. Well, the Bills play the Chiefs on Sunday following their bye. Kansas City 
Lost last night to Green Bay 27-19. Patrick Mahomes on the loss. I mean, obviously we're not where we want to be at, um, but uh, I mean, I feel like we're close. We're playing a lot of good football teams really well, winning some of those games, losing some of those games. And so uh, we're kind of in the, the, the go zone now where we got to try to get it going uh, through the stretch. Um, and uh, all we can do is learn from this game and, and be focused on another challenge this next week uh, coming at, uh, to Arrowhead. Yeah. Well, elsewhere yesterday, the Bills got some help from the Rams, beat the Browns 36-19. Stafford under center. He's passed for three touchdowns today. Opens up, hands to Williams over the left side. He punches it in to cement LA's third straight win. A Cardinals win over the Steelers helps a little bit as well. On the other side, though, the Dolphins beat Washington 45-15. The Colts beat the Titans 31-28 in overtime. So for the Bills, uh, you win some, you lose some. Yesterday on the scoreboard, uh, right. main thing to focus on though is themselves in Kansas City, 4:25 kickoff this Sunday. Your exclusive WBEN seven weather forecast: mostly cloudy skies, temperatures in the 30s this afternoon, with some scattered rain and snow showers, mostly north and south of Buffalo. For tonight, overnight lows in the upper 20s, a few flurries mainly across the southern tier. Tuesday, mostly cloudy skies, a few snow showers south of Buffalo, temperatures in the mid-30s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aramankowski. Club Marcella has been shut down. Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia ordering Club Marcella shut down yesterday afternoon, just hours after the fourth shooting in or around the nightclub on Michigan Avenue early Sunday morning. A 30-year-old man was shot inside the men's bathroom at the club. Joining us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line, Buffalo Common Council member Mitch Nowakowski. Mitch, thanks for being with us. It's the fourth shooting incident in or around Club Marcella just within the past year. When you heard about this, what was your immediate reaction early Sunday morning? My immediate reaction was I was extremely livid and, and disappointed, and I had spoken to the police commissioner early yesterday morning, and we worked through the closure, and, and I was in full support of the closure from the commissioner. And uh, look, there's serious issues that, that have to be addressed. I mean, and, you know, as we see that this is an ongoing issue, and I want folks to know that um, the owners of Club Marcella do work with uh, Buffalo Police, and I've, I've been in the club uh, during the daytime with the police commissioner, and they the club spends a lot of resources on security and uh, on, on those measures. So I'm completely perplexed on how someone was able to bring a weapon into the club. Mitch, the club operated for decades in the theater district and moved in 2022 to Michigan Avenue. Is it the location, or what? What do you think it is? I, you know, honestly, it's you know when you look at security footage and cameras, it's it, how do we, you know, how how do we live uh, in a society in a world where where someone thinks that they can bring in a, a a weapon and then discharge it in a nightclub? It's just it's something that you just can't get your mind around. And they did, you know, operate for a very long time in downtown Buffalo, and then and then moved to the Cobblestone District and invested a lot of money in that building. Uh, I, I I just don't under I just don't know at this point. You mentioned the club's owners work with Buffalo Police. They've taken security measures. I, at what point and how do you draw the line over whose responsibility this is, and you know how much uh, you can really put on the owners of a club or, or does it come to a point now we're talking four 
shooting incidents just within the past year where, okay, we understand you can't necessarily police everybody's actions who walks through your doors, but there has to be something that can be done. Correct. And, you know, I think at, the, at this point, it just needs to it needs to close for a while so that the owners can understand uh, and figure out what is what is it about their club that is attracting uh, individuals to have weapons and to bring it into their club and then discharge them on people. I, it's, it's there has to be some form of, uh, you know, self-reflection of a culture um, that that's inviting this behavior. And, you know, you brought up before it's been four times they they had a, they put a fence in they added security they uh, added additional measures and it just doesn't seem to be working in my knowledge they installed metal detectors i believe earlier this year does that mean that someone's getting in with another through another entrance i i think that that's the real story that i'm uh really trying to hone in on because in when i was last there i was with the b district uh, police chief and uh, there are a lot of metal detectors, cameras in every corner, um, and they spend a significant amount of resources on security guards. So, to me, I'm I'm completely baffled by how you know how anyone can get through um, from what I've seen with the chief uh, in there with a weapon. I just I think that that's that's what sent extreme alarm bells to me on, on Sunday morning. Um, and that's something that I, I brought to the commissioner and, and, and why I supported his, uh, you know, his action to close down the club. I mean, could that happen anywhere, though? I, when we're talking about different security measures, a crowded club on the weekend and metal detectors, which, you know, let's be honest, sometimes they go off and uh, people don't pay attention. Sometimes they don't catch the entire person and wherever metal or a weapon might be hiding. That's a good question, Brian, because, you know, it's something that actually crossed my mind on Sunday and say, look, you know, uh, you know, how many people, you know, do we uh, walk around with, you know, and go to establishments, all the places that don't have those security measures um, with people that are carrying weapons. So, um, you know, I, I agree with, you know, the measures that are that are taking place to, to close now. But we I just we, we cannot have that or stand for for violence like this any longer anywhere um, but specifically after uh, everything that's happened this year in the Cobblestone District. What can happen next with this with regard to the council? So right now, uh, the, the police commissioner did order the closure, and then that's when the city uh, Department of Permits and Inspections, the police department, um, and myself, the district council member, uh, work with the owners um, to see where do you start and, and if, the, if the police commissioner even has an appetite to ever reopen them. Have you heard anything from surrounding businesses, their concerns? So the the surrounding uh, neighbors, they work, uh, actually the owners of that net club work well with uh, basically like a kind of a chamber of commerce of, of businesses around it. And they have nothing to say, you know, but positive things about the owners, about how they, they're, you know, a willing participant um, in, in working with, with the neighbors. So... All right, uh, Mitch, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll continue to follow this, and we appreciate your time. No problem. Thanks for having me. Mitch Nowakowski, Fillmore District Council Member. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.